Let me uh, put on Neutral Milk Hotel in the background, Dale. <laughs> also, oh, so the song that I was thinking of was Holland 1945. That's the song I like on that album. Mm. I think my favorite is the title track. But, uh... Yeah. But that that's the non-hipster choice, so I need to I need to work on that, Dale. Yeah, dude, just pick Holland 1945. <laughs> well, Dale, then I then I'd be a conformist, and I don't want. No, that. no, 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 Chris, it's okay. I'm just gonna call you a fucking poser, and call it good. Dale, I read Thrasher, but I don't skate. <laughs> Chris, I, I I most of my wardrobe is Vans. But I don't skate. Oh, I feel like that's a bit more acceptable. How do you wear a vehicle, Dale? Um, <laughs> that's such a bad joke. Um, Chris, I hope you feel bad for that joke. I do a little bit. Okay, that's good. That's good. So, Chris, you did a bad job for this week's podcast. I mean, I did a bad job last week, so it kind of balances out. Also, I would say my bad job of... Um, I think the official story is is that the editors went on strike for last week's episode but that doesn't help when the editor is one of the hosts <laughs> for last week's episode but chris we were gonna watch godzilla for our, our somewhat bingeable netflix oriented watching segments <laughs> of this show and you couldn't make it through it <laughs> i mean maybe i maybe i need to approach it with fresh eyes but it just i Maybe I need to, like, talk to someone about my attention span or something, but I couldn't make it, like, 15, 20 minutes, Dale. I was just so bored. Chris. I didn't care Chris, about right. the plot. I'm I'm going to say, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell you about the movie, and it'll totally change your mind, okay? Okay. okay. But it's not going to change your mind on being bored. It's going to change your mind about feeling guilty about being <laughs> bored, because trust me, it doesn't get any better. <laughs> it... It really doesn't. It it's um it's it's a pretty bad film, I think. Like it's fine, but it's still not acceptable. <laughs> Cuz that's that's my issue, Chris, right? We have an we have a pandemic of passable movies. And everybody's like, "Oh, this is great." And I am putting my foot staunchly <laughs> down against those films. But Godzilla doesn't even reach that passable limit. Um, it's it's horrible. <laughs> it's uh, you know what, you know what it is, Chris. Mm. It's um, it's After Earth, but instead of Will Smith and Jaden Smith, it's Godzilla and poor CG animation. <laughs> that's what that's what this film is, Chris. That's what this film is about. Backstory time. First of all, spoilers alert. For the listeners at home, backstory time. All right, are you ready for this? I'm ready. Bunch of monsters pop up out of, out of nowhere and kill everybody. Aliens come to try and help Earth out, and they fail epically. Okay, there's some there's some like deep cuts of the monsters you see. Like we get Mecha Godzilla, but Mecha Godzilla doesn't end up actually working, and it fails ultimately, and it's really lame that we never get to see mecha godzilla but whatever <laughs> i guess that's just me chris i want to talk about the aliens in this movie first did you get to the aliens i don't think i did i think i got to the part where um they were like i got to the part where they were there the guy had like rebelled against Oh my god, dude! You did I, not make, I it, didn't very make far. it very far. Honestly, I mean, like I wow. said, maybe that's why I need to like get my attention span checked out. But maybe, fuck, it's just. I there. Oh, to dude. be fair, there were other things going on at my house too, distracting me. As far as like, people were coming over and like, you know, that kind of thing. So, H hanging out. Exactly. Yeah. So it was like it. It. It was like. I wasn't engaged, and there were more exciting opportunities. So Chris, that the the only thing that got me through that movie was I was working on homework <laughs> while I was watching it. So, trust me, it's it's really intensely boring. There's nothing interesting about this film. 
we really barely get any space exploration. Basically, what they do is is they go out into space in search for a more habitable planet, don't find one, and go back to Earth 20,000 years later. Oh. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, it's only been a few. It's, it's been like 20 or 30 years or something like that for the passengers of the ship because they've been traveling at near light speeds. Time, space, relatively, Einstein, E equals MC squared. Yada, yada, yada. Um, they have a teleportation drive. That, don't ask why they didn't use it to explore the galaxy. I guess it uses a lot of infer- like a lot of energy. So they're like, well, fuck it. We're out of pretty much anything. We can make one final jump back to Earth and at least gather resources. So that's what they do. Godzilla ends up surviving. Uh, the Earth has evolved because it's been 20,000 years to survive under the conditions of Godzilla and Chris let me explain to you what these alien species look like Uh, one of them is a religious cult alien species Mm -hmm. very original I know (laughs) who look like humans but they have white hair (laughs) and that that's it and their and their technology, um, so each three race has interacts with technology a little differently. Mm-hmm. Humans have pretty normal tech. The religious space space aliens, white hair elf people, but totally aren't elves. They hold crystals in their hand and have indiscriminate lines and dots that they move around. <laughs> And then we have a third alien species, which is just black dudes. <laughs> like, that's it. They, they're they just dark skinned and they have spiky beards. And, and that's all. And, and they're supposedly, well, they are the technologically advanced race. They're the one that comes down to Earth and brings our technology higher mm-hmm. to potentially fight with Godzilla or just leave the planet. Um, so the religious cult aliens actually have no reason for existing other than representing corrupt church people, (laughs) which they could have just done with the Catholics. Dale, why do I get the feel, I I get this feeling deep in the pit of my stomach that a Dale rant is coming on about this movie. Um... It's already happening. Well, I guess I'm mid rant already. Yeah, All we're right. mid rant. <laughs> but now we're going the next level deeper into what Godzilla movies and kaiju movies are supposed to represent about like humanity. And this movie does like hit on that, right? Because like I, I, you understand, right, that like Godzilla movies are 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 just super dope monster movies, but then they are supposed to have a thinly veiled humanity's uh f- fucking shit up so it, it yeah we're going course, to yeah. represent the harbinger of doom as a giant lizard that shoots lasers yeah the the original one was about nuclear testing right exactly right that that's how it kind of started um the 1999 godzilla that we made here with a giant lizard um that <laughs> It's not good, but same deal. There's radioactivity because of nuclear testing and nuclear waste, so a giant lizard comes to life. Um, The latest Shin Godzilla is actually a uh, narrative on how the Japanese bureaucracy is... is, like it, it's it's a narrative on how they handled the the nuclear power plant self destruction mm. in what what was that 2011 2012 Fukushima I can't remember I think Fukushima yeah. was much more re- I think it was like 2014 maybe um, Fukushima but oh, it's, 2011 it's, my bad yeah so yeah so there we go so 2011 right and um, so if if the Shin Godzilla is the latest Japanese Godzilla. Um, it's also created or directed, I should say, by the creator slash director of Evangelion, Chris. Ooh. So there you go. You know that the movie is good <laughs> and the movie is really good. 
I would say there's only one goofy thing that happens is that Godzilla goes through transformations um, as a puffer fish. <laughs> and don't, it makes sense in the movie, trust me. But it's, it's second evolution is so grotesque, but unfortunately it doesn't look very realistic. So it's just goofy. Um, but it's like fine. Like it, that's like, I, honestly, it adds that classic B movie charm to the film. Mm-hmm. But uh, I I digress. Um, Shin Godzilla is really good, and so when it's like, oh, Netflix is making a a super dope Godzilla movie in multiple parts, that must mean that they ha- ta- hired talented people to make it. Chris, you would be wrong if that was your thought. Well, well, maybe maybe not to write it dale but it looked good i will say that much at least the animation was not horrifying if you don't don't stare at it too in depth i mean i will say i will say there are many scenes even early on where like they obviously cheaped out because both characters were like standing completely still while the camera kind of panned to give the scene some motion (laughs) Like. Yeah, and if you, there's, there's, um, so for the listeners at home who might not be familiar with this film, film, um, it is CG animation, and typically whenever you hear anime but it's CG animation, it is always really bad. <laughs> um, there typically are some, that means there are some notable, some. you know, exceptions, but yeah, for the most part. Pretty. Oh, by the way, this 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 film's actual title is Godzilla Monster Planet. Yes, because Planet Earth of is monsters. full of monsters. Um, fuck, dude, it it really seems like they just were like, let's make After Earth, but with Godzilla. It's really bad. And so uh, when it when it comes to the narrative of uh, like Godzilla movies for the deeper fans. It's very important that it exists, I guess, mm-hmm. and it really doesn't. And what what sucks is is that the directors and creators of this show have like made other cool things, primarily Knights of Sidonia, which hasn't come out for three years now, <laughs> uh, and it probably never will. So, oh well. Um, but I don't know. But I digress. Overall, don't don't waste your time unless you. Unless you want to, Chris, um, I wouldn't recommend it. I'm okay. I think I'm going to give it a pass. I don't think I'm going to be circling back around for Godzilla Planet of Monsters. Yeah. No offense to the creators or anything. I'm sure a lot of hard work went into it. I just, I... it didn't grab me. Sure. Really didn't grab great. me. Yeah, and I, I tried the English voice acting and Japanese voice acting. Um... I think if you're paying really close attention to the animation, because I do, especially when I see these CG moves, uh, especially with Netflix, because Netflix does the CG a lot. Like I said, Knights of Sidonia is like, okay, it's pretty good, but it's also more action-packed than this film was, surprisingly. Mm -hmm. And that's the thing. They attack Godzilla with motorcycles (laughs) that that fly in the air. Is this Akira, Dale? Is this like Godzilla meets Akira? I don't know, dude. I don't know. Because <laughs> that's kind of what it feels like. The, the way they kill Godzilla is that they pump him full of EMPs, which actually makes sense in the grander scheme of Godzilla's. Because kind of the common canon of Godzilla is that he is basically a walking nuclear reactor. <laughs> that's how he's able to do all these things. Mm-hmm. Um, like shoot lasers out of his mouth. Um hyper regenerate because that's one of his powers and in this one they give him like an a actual force field because they hit him with like 150 nukes so a or uh, it couldn't have been 150 nukes um maybe maybe i I misinterpreted what they said but they they try to nuke the shit out of godzilla Mm -hmm. and it doesn't work and i swear to god the number they say is 150 and i'm just sitting there like everything would be dead (laughs) We would not have had a chance to get off the planet. I'm not sure. I'm, I don't know where that narrative lines up. Maybe they just meant like 15 nukes, which is still a lot of fucking nukes. 
but I guess that wouldn't destroy the Earth. Maybe? I'm not sure. Also, like, 20,000 years in the future, so obviously all that radiation is gone. I digress. Chris, not a lot of this movie makes sense. Also, it seems like the religious guys secretly actually worship Godzilla and never <laughs> mentioned it to anybody. Remember That's how you kind of forgot about to them? explore, like, if you execute it well. It wasn't executed well. Although, I guess to be fair, so... We kind of have, like, the the character representing that race. He does kind of, like, pop off with a pretty dope quote. Let me see if I can't find it. I wrote it down somewhere. Oh, yeah. So it's like, when those fleeting li- uh, fleeting lives dest- uh, destined to die become arrogant and sing praises of their own narcissism, glory such will shake the very heavens. Like, that's a fucking dope-ass quote. It is. I delivered it horribly. <laughs> but it's like a really... He, he gives this little, like, soliloquy at the end of the movie. Because, um, okay, now this is, like, actually big spoiler alerts, so skip ahead. They end up killing the Godzilla that they see. But there's an even bigger Godzilla. (laughs) Ah, That's, I guess, the original Godzilla? I don't know. Oh, Um, man. Yeah. It's so dumb. It's so So was that just, like, a puffer fish that, uh... Kind of. Okay. um, So... So it's this is what's really dumb about it. This is what I don't like because there's no good allusion to it. There is this bio bioscientist, right? A bio a bio biologist. That's the word I'm looking for. So there's this biologist and he's studying Godzilla. And not until the larger Godzilla is revealed does he go, "Oh yes, of course, that makes sense." <laughs> And then our main character looks at him and says, fucking what? Why? The Godzilla that we just killed looked exactly like the Godzilla we dealt with on Earth. And then he looks at him and goes, of course, that's the point. It's been 20,000 years. Life either dies or it evolves. So obviously Godzilla, the Godzilla original Godzilla would be different from from what we were just fighting. And he fails to mention that any time beforehand <laughs> when people are dying, when so many resources are being ruined because of this. He doesn't mention that. You know what, guys? Even if we kill this Godzilla, there may be a bigger one. I don't know, man. Also, so when they're fighting Godzilla on their motorcycles, <laughs> they're in the air. Okay, so right, they're like these hover bikes. Fine, sure, whatever. I Whatever, I'm fine. Cool. None of them die by destruction, Right? Like, none of them die by getting hit by the laser and they never, they like, they just don't get like evaporated, right? Mm -hmm. Or that, like, they get slapped by Godzilla and their bones are turned to mashed potatoes, Mm -hmm. right? They all die by their bike kind of exploding and then they jump off and just fall to their death. Chris, if you were organizing a battalion of dudes to zip around on flying motorcycles, would you add a parachute, maybe, to their repertoire? Dale, I, I would, and I, I want, I want to just make a guess here, okay? Yeah. Was one of the main characters about to fly into Godzilla's mouth? And, like, sacrifice himself to kill Godzilla, but then another lesser, like, minor character come and, like, knock him, knock their, uh, motorcycle out of the way, Dale? Holy shit, Chris. It's like this, this, this type of film writes itself. Chris, that's exactly what happens! (laughs) Dale! Not not quite. Not, not quite in the same way, but, but basically... Main character flies in, and they have to, like, get certain readings to understand how to uh, battle his Godzilla's magical force field. Which is, like, fine. Like, science jargon. I'll accept it. It's, like, a cheesy sci-fi movie. I'm not gonna fault them on having, like, bizarre science, <laughs> right? Um, 
and, and so but but the attacks that he's using aren't strong enough because he's in a little tiny you know speeder bike so he's like fuck this i'm crashing into him you guys better get those readings and they're like oh no don't do it but yeah i'm definitely gonna go, go get those readings <laughs> main main character's father figure sensei guy gets it a gets it a larger ground-based thing and starts shooting at our main character and Godzilla with stronger bullets to get our main character off of his collision course path and then Godzilla's attention is turned towards him and then Godzilla ultimately kills him so there you go Chris you got it <laughs> like you know it's funny I don't know any of these characters names oh also there is a love interest not that you know it <laughs> Not that it would make sense. Not that you would understand that those characters have any history whatsoever. Because even though this film is an hour and a half long, it's spent doing fucking nothing. <laughs> that's what it really felt like. Like, like that's where it felt like it was going, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. No, it's it's like our... Um, there's a, a a a human being lurking in a human esque being, I should say, lurking in the shadows. So that's gonna allude to something. I'll put money down on it right now that it's a tribe of humans that have somehow survived twenty thousand years into the future, and Godzilla is their protector because that's how Godzilla like kind of works. He's like a chaotic, lawful character, which doesn't. Actually, those two things don't intersect in the um, in the character chart, but you know what I mean. Mm -hmm. I guess I guess he's actually a lawful. No, because he, he's not even a lawful evil. He's chaotic good. Oh yeah, that's right. That's a character alignment. Chaotic good. Duh. So yeah, right. Like there's there's probably gonna be something in there. Oh fuck, man. I don't know, dude. It's so bad. It's just so bad. I don't understand how they can make this movie and make it so bad. Well, I mean, Dale, it's 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 the saturation age, Dale. Like the question, how did this movie get made, is no longer a valid question anymore. You know. I guess so. I guess so. I guess it's like, let me look at these writers. Oh, let's not what, do that, Dale. That's just done? that's just targeting, man. No, dude, one of these writers <laughs> is part of Madoka Magico, which is a really good anime. Uh, this other guy has done Perfect Blue. Is that one I'm familiar with? I feel like that's one I'm familiar Perfect. with. Oh, yeah. Holy shit. The writer of Perfect Blue, which is a really good psychological horror anime, is part of this. Why is this film so poorly written, Chris? I don't know. God damn it. They got a lot of talent, Chris. They, there's a lot of talent in this cat in this team, and it fails dramatically maybe maybe if you sit down because it, it's going to be three parts i believe and you watch what will eventually turn into like the five hours of godzilla <laughs> in monster planet that this film will become because it's like an hour and a half runtime mm -hmm. so i'm assuming the other parts oh right also <laughs> this is something you mentioned in the netflix title it's season no episode one part one yeah part one episode one so I guess maybe episode one, part one, will have a part two, and then maybe it'll be like episode two, and then episode three, part one, and then episode three, part one, part two, because that's just how films are done these days. They just lengthen them out as much as possible to make 18. Anyways. Yeah, man. Um, I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't know. This is a really pretty bad. Agreed. All right, Chris, I think we're done. If you want to watch a good CG anime with good writing, you should just write Hoseki no Kuni, which I probably butchered that. But what you need to do is just uh, look up Gem Anime Girls <laughs> and you'll find it. What this story is about is um, Gem that are anime girls fight cloud monsters. The story is a lot deeper than that, trust me. I just don't think Chris wants me to talk much more about anime. But hey, hey. This anime, yeah. Don't paint me as some anti-anime villain here, Dale. All right, yeah. At, at most you're an anti-anime anti-hero. <laughs> <laughs> I I will accept this title, Dale.
Oh, that's right. It's called Land of Lustrious. Look that up, maybe. It's on Amazon Prime, so you should be able to watch it if you have Amazon Prime. Movie on, Chris. We watched a second movie. God knows why, for what reason. We're just packed with movies. Or do you want to take a break, Chris? Do what do you what do you feel like talking about? Um, I don't know. What's been going on in the news lately, Dale? I forgot. <sighs> well, Chris, the government's in a shutdown. Oh yeah, what a surprise! Um... What a surprise. <laughs> Although, I, I feel conflicted because a lot of people are like, ah, Trump is complaining about how he, like. They're like they don't have a oh I don't know have you seen that Trump tweet about like fifty one percent majority that should be the rule for Senate <laughs> oh my God no well, I haven't well, seen whoopsies. that tweet okay 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 I want to explain this in context because I feel like a lot of people um are just totally misconflating the issue so the reason why. I mean, at least from what I know, okay, I might be totally wrong. I am not a political scientist. I only took a really hard poli-sci class, and I got a B, so I'm really happy about that, by the way. Because they're they're passing the new compromise for the budget plan, right? That's what's going on, I yeah. believe? Yeah, it's the budget. Yeah, right. So they're doing the budget, right? And so the budget needs to get through Senate, and it's not going to get through Senate because what I'm guessing is that the opposing party is probably threatening to filibuster because that's what you do when you're in Senate. When you when a bill is coming through that you disagree with, you filibuster. Um, and so when when Trump is tweeting things that like that that it should be changed to a 51 percent majority, I think he is misconflating the idea of passing a bill in Senate, which is. 51% majority versus ending a filibuster. I don't remember what that what that what the technical term for it is, but uh to end a filibuster cuz you can't. You really like when when somebody's filibustering, you can't like the Senate cannot they technically like can't even leave the room. Most of the time Senate members staff is actually there, but like Senate just grinds to a halt. Mm-hmm. when when people filibuster and so since nobody wants to deal with a filibuster all you have to do is threaten what? to filibuster you can you can and you're you can, essentially filibuster you can end it with a a, a supermajority two-thirds yeah 60 40 yeah. or 60 60 votes to, to end it it's 66 33 two-thirds oh 66 okay my bad well either way it's it's a shit ton of, of votes mm-hmm. right that would just be impossible to get because impossible. the opposing party i mean not huh? impossible if uh no totally impossible no because because you you one person does not filibuster anymore yeah it's the right? party one person does not oppose it the entire party yeah. will right so even though the republicans have i'm just going to lazily say what is it 51 they have uh 52 or something 50 I think it's 50, yeah, 51 in the Senate, and I think it's uh, more than 50% in the Congress. Yeah, the, yeah. In Congress. I think we're we're focusing on Senate here, yeah, though. Yeah. So, yeah, it's like 51 or something like that, but it's it's like just barely over 50. I mean, obviously, it's not impossible, right? Yeah. So, but even if every Republican votes to end the filibuster, I don't think they're going to ever get the remaining, let's just say, an easy number 10 of Democrats to vote because we we don't see any party line crossing. Well, you you see a lot of party line crossing, just not usually for, I mean, not for some stuff. Well, I mean, like, well, well for this in particular, like we we wouldn't we're not gonna. I don't know, man. We're like we're we, the, it, it's a shutdown because nothing's gonna happen. They're not going to agree on anything, and I and I'm trying. I'm not trying to like 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 blame the Democrats for it because the Republicans did it four years ago during the Obama in 2013. So like you know right like it's not it's not like a Republican Democrat thing. It's just a politician yeah. thing. Chris, this is why we need an anarchist revolution. And then after the anarchist revolution, we will decide whether or not it's to be socialism or capitalism. And then we can have a totally calm and intellectual debate. (laughs) Right. That's because that's that's 
That's looking at the, the historical definition. precedent. That's what's happening. Yeah, there. yeah. That's what. that's the definition of socialists of of an of an what's what's the what's the fun a- a- acronym shortened name for anarchist socialist anso anxo I think it's anso. Anzoc. If oh, you're Anzoc. a socialist, are you allowed to be? Maybe I think it's just democratic socialists. I think that's just what they're that's calling Dale themselves. Sock. Dale. That's Dale. Yeah, I, I think it's Anzoc. Dale. I, I, I do you, what? Uh, what? What acronym do you identify with, Dale? Is it? Is it? It's ANCAP. Are you still ANCAP? Or uh, uh, no, 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 Chris, Chris, I'm, I'm anarchist. Oh, right, right, right. You're, you're, you're Metmod. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm <laughs> Metmod. Yeah, I'm a Metamodernist. Chris, uh, my party ideals expand beyond policy, obviously. Right, okay. Right. Um, <laughs> uh, but on on a massive technicality, gun to my head, I had to be a, I'm air, air quoting real political <laughs> philosophy you know real political philosophy i i guess i fall under ancap libertarian i don't agree with everything they do personally like libertarians want to uh get uh, at least californian libertarians their platform is to remove the um the money limit that you can give to candidates. Oh shit, Dale! Actually, speaking of California, there's something we can talk about. You've heard the big California news oh, as well. I'm so hyped for it. You're that. hyped it's for not it. Happening. Oh man, I'm so hyped. Oh, man. I want it to happen Ooh. just to mix things up a just little to bit. Mix things up. Well, Chris, the issue is, is I land in a blue. It's I true. think I, I haven't actually checked. To be fair, I, I haven't really checked, but I'm 90 percent sure. I, I think. I, I think I land in the blue, the coastal region, because I'm Bay Area, technically. But like, I'm li- like, live in a more edge, pleasant though, Dublin area. How would yeah, you feel if you real close. How would you feel if you weren't in the in Silicon Valley? Valley, we might as well call it. Oh, I'd actually be a lot happier. Interesting. Probably. Yeah. Like Pro- I think, yeah, I think keyword, ultimately I'd probably. be happy. <laughs> probably right. Like ultimately, I think I'd be happier because it would be more of a red state. Um. And even though I am largely purple, uh, I'm probably more of a maroon, of maroon. <laughs> while you're probably more of a violet, let's say. <laughs> I I would probably say I'm like a royal purple. A royal purple? Like pretty, right. pretty. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I might even just be like navy blue, Dale. <laughs> like, fuck, navy man. Nah, I, maybe. Honestly, yeah, like, I, it blue. might just be the whole, uh, like, classic, you know, oh, you're... You're in your youth. Of course, you're gonna be more liberal. Just wait until you get older. But like, as I'm getting older, Maybe. I'm like, find myself getting more radical. To be honest. Yeah, no, that's that's totally fair. I think um, I think the California split, if it were to happen, the um, the red like so there's like the coast half and like the blue half and the red half. I'm just gonna say, um. The red half would be so fucking fucked, dude. <laughs> like, they would be so broke. Yeah. They really would. But then at the same time, the blue state would have no agriculture. Like, nothing. Oh, man, it would be interesting. Chris, I that's but, why I find I find this split fascinating. That's, because uh, That's overcomable, huh? though, Dale. Yeah, exactly, right? But, but it would be overcomable by buying it from the not coastal half of california but i think i think that's fine because i think all their other industries will more than make up for that to be honest whereas and and that's yeah that that is true it, well like what I, what i mean is is that like is that like the the red half do we know what i just want to call it the state of jefferson to be completely honest <laughs> well is that's what it technically they, they're is. calling it new california that is Horrible. Yeah, California and New California, Dale. Okay, how about how about we say California A as coastal well, how about California? We, how about we call California. it Silicon Valley and uh, Silicon the rest. Silicon Valley and, <laughs> Cal- and New California, Dale. Okay, sure. So so Silicon Valley would be totally fine, which is probably actually why I would rather be in Silicon Valley. Um, <laughs> the only hope on which you, which one you want. I keep flip flopping. Once I well, Chris, I never seriously thought about it because it's obviously not gonna happen. Wait till we wake up freaking Monday morning <laughs> and it happened though. Oh man, it just so depends, Chris. Oh man, it really depends. Cause on one hand I like guns, but on the other hand I like money, <laughs> and I'm just not sure. Um, because in my mind, that's 
the difference between the two right now <laughs> is that Silicon Valley and New California, one is going to have a bunch of money, but then the other one, I'm going to be able to own guns <laughs> and probably <sighs> not be theoretically Man. silenced for whatever reason. Dale, you know what this is reminding me of? Mm-hmm. The excellent season four BoJack Horseman quote. Man, I can't believe this this state hates women more than it loves guns. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think it's exactly. I think it's this country, not this state, but <laughs> oh, it's yeah, well I think yeah, they they do take place in California, so it's definitely this country. Um yeah, man, it's definitely definitely interesting <laughs> of uh like if man i'm not sure if i'd want to live in silicon valley because if i lived in silicon valley there'd be a lot of social things that i would never be able to get behind but on the on the set on the other hand new california well that's that's the that this is the thing i will say as Hmm. far as in new california's benefit dale we are talking about a red state but this is a west coast red state dale West Coast Republicans are so much different from like your classic like true, evangelical Republicans. Yeah, like or Indiana Republicans. In, yeah, in, in, yeah, exactly. Like Midwest Republicans are going to be a totally mm. different breed than West Coast Republicans. Think about this, Dale. Think about this. I, I, I could be fucking up my history here, but I'm, I'm pretty sure uh, Charlie Wilson. You know Charlie Wilson, right? From Charlie Wilson's yes. War. I'm pretty sure he was a, a West Coast Republican. Oh, no, sorry. He was Poor. from Texas. So basically, you know what? Honestly, that's a little... Or you know what? There we go, Dale. He was a, a Texas Democrat. That's basically uh, what West Coast Republicans are. They're like Texas Democrats. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Okay. Yeah, uh, you know, so here's the thing, Chris, right? I think the reason why I'm flip-flopping so hard on on um, Silicon Valley versus Neo California, <laughs> I uh, hope they give it I, that futury name. If it, I does hope so too. Split away. That being said, I hope it doesn't split away because my family would all be in that Neo California. Yeah, I'd be in Neo California. Yeah. So if it, I, I think I'm 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 not in like the super unique position. In, I'm in the indecisive position, which is probably more unique than the people who are like, hell yeah, Silicon Valley or hell yeah, Neo California. So on, on like, cause I am like split down the middle of like, I like the coastal life. I like the coastal atmosphere, but at the same time, I also like the more rural parts of California. Like I love going out in the desert and being there because California is a country in its own right. May, like may, maybe we. Maybe we just shouldn't split it up then, Dale. Yeah, we definitely like, should not. But, but Chris, but Chris, here's the thing. Here's the thing. If we split California, we'll finally be able to redesign the flag. Yeah, but California has a great flag, to be honest. It has a shit flag. No, dude, it has a flawed flag. It has a badass flag, but it has a flawed flag, Dale. It's very flawed. If anybody wants to know what we're talking about, just go watch the Roman Mars TED Talk. Chris, do you think in in Silicon Valley, California, do you think that they would turn to Bitcoin as its main form of currency? No. Rather than the American no. fiat dollar? Let me cut nope. you off Damn. there, Dale, and say no. Damn. Because Neo California definitely wouldn't do it. I'm I'm I I I know nothing about Bitcoin Dale, but I mm. what I do know about it makes me feel like it's just gonna end up being like a futures kind of kind of thing. <sighs> Maybe Bitcoin's weird. It's turned into not the currency like the day-to-day currency that it's supposed to be it's too hefty to be used as a currency right yeah, now that's it costs the... <laughs> too much it's like 30 dollars per transaction yeah so if you're like if you're like buying a coffee for three dollars it's going to cost you like five dollars to buy to to just be able to purchase the coffee let alone the $3 coffee. And then you got to tip the barista because you feel bad every time you don't tip it. And then Chris, if they don't handle their, their, their transactions properly, you might have a whole nother transaction be on top of that. 
It's true. Although I will say, since the mid-January crash, I am finally back up. Oh, <laughs> man. It's been a whole week, Chris. It's so volatile. <laughs> oh, God. All right, Chris. So the movie that you did watch, theoretically, a long time ago. Yes. Network, 1976. This is our somewhat classic category crap what do we call this one again cultural somewhat no that's not right i don't remember where are my show notes uh somewhat classic is honestly not not a bad name though all right somewhat classic network 1976 starring faye dunaway william holden peter finch robert duvall i think those are the only really recognizable names of the cast um i am not sure how to approach this because some people might already be familiar with the network but some people might not be it'll depend it'll depend have you taken a film class you're familiar with the network with you not know, not the network dale you're familiar network. with right network. sorry network. yeah network um, not the network network but here's the thing chris i didn't watch this film in my film class that's true it's probably like film yeah. 102 103 maybe maybe yeah because uh, what I think, Chris, you have a perfect way of describing this movie, which is a film of people passionately monologuing. Yep. yep. And that's very true. Um, what the film is about, I'm just going to go ahead and steal the IMDb sentence. A television network cynically exploits a deranged former anchor's ravings and revelations about the news media for its own profit. And the theme you could say of this movie is is that your counterculture can be bought and sold. Yep. Uh, if you if you've seen Fifty Million Merits, the Black Mirror episode, that episode is basically like directly based on Network. Like it is completely inspired by Network. You can tell when you yeah. watch it. Um, mm-hmm. So so I guess if you want Network condensed into forty five minutes, watch that episode. But yeah. if you want the original, probably overall better version, watch Network. Because it is, it, yeah. as you were saying before the pod, Dale, it really holds up. It's really... It really do- I mean, like, everything holds up. Yeah. From the... The guy's giant capitalism speech. That is still a yeah. classic that I love, Dale. Yeah, like I, like, like, I knew that speech before I had ever watched the movie. Yep. Um... And, and like, uh, and that's probably the most, you know, I'm mad as hell and I'm not going to take it anymore. Yeah. Um, like everybody knows that I would think maybe possibly a lot of people do on how old you are. A lot of people, if you don't, you should watch it. Yeah. It's very powerful and moving, but basically what it is, is that, uh, their anchor, the lead anchor snaps and he thinks that he's like ta- like he gets a voice from god and he goes on to his news media and he starts telling people that everything's bullshit um you know and 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 really like one of my probably he he words my sentiments to counterculture the world around us as we know it um right where it's like you know i'm not going to tell you to uh riot or go to the streets or write to your senator because i wouldn't know what to tell you to write anyways Mm -hmm. you know i just you don't want you to go out to your window and scream i'm mad as hell and i'm not gonna take it anymore because that's like exactly how i feel where it's like like you know writing's not the answer writing to your senator is not gonna work because what do you tell the guy that's already in the pocket of monsanto not monsanto of the bilderberg group (laughs) well possibly Um, monsanto i mean that's probably monsanto like more than likely monsanto (laughs) but i meant bilderberg uh you know and and then on the other hand we we have like the the extremist communist right that um there, there, there's this group for the people who haven't seen the film. Maybe there is a communist leader who I don't remember her name. I yeah. should have like had a list go down, but it's like, it's kind of like, it's such a minor part, but it's spe- like not a minor part, but a minor plot subplot of the film. Mm-hmm. But it really speaks to me mm-hmm. of like how we have these anti-capitalist guerrilla groups that are robbing banks that are that are fighting against the system and then 
uh, Faye Dunaway's character who like gives them a show on the guise of you're going to get to broadcast your message to 16 million people. We never end up seeing this show, but we do see the build up to it. And you, you see the, the communists, the extremist group and the network bickering over how much money gets made. Right. And who gets what money. Yeah. And it's and it's really fascinating. And what I love is the leader of the guerrilla group in the middle of the fighting just pulls out his gun, <laughs> shoots it, shoots it in the ceiling, and it's just like, just give her her damn overhead. <laughs> Which I don't know, Chris. I don't know if you've ever been a part of like a serious business meeting, but like you want to do that. See, it's 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 movies like Network Dale that I I feel like Network falls into like classic literature but for film you know just that oh, yeah definitely. timelessly written you know like people got together and just it, it it's almost like they were thinking every step of the way like how do we make this apply to anyone that watches it you know what i mean yeah yeah it's it's such a wonderful journey you know what i mean yeah. like it really and, it really is because like it does start with everyone it it, it, it it really is just a circle of like everyone's starting yeah. with like these lofty ideals and then they end up pretty much right back where they started where it's like I yeah, exactly. you know I hate everything and I resent this this system that I'm in you know mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah it's like they 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 are able to build the network up and and then by the end of the film it just crashes again right yep. and it's like it it um it, it's like I, 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 Chris, I kind of want to do a thought experiment with you. Mm. Uh, we are gonna create network, but in 2018, what changes do you make, perhaps, to make it more pertinent to uh, the 21st century? Uh see, it, it, it would have to be, it would have to basically be that you know the the fusion of of what network act like is and represents you know, how it was written back in the seventies, but with the digital age. And that's hard to do right. in, in a way. Yeah, it's, Cause it, it really translates like really well, just as, as its own story. Yeah. Literally. I think all you do is um, you just, you change the communists to democratic socialists <laughs> and it's not even that much of a change. Right. Yeah. Like not like not like not like not sorry I'm not memeing here like oh democratic socialists are just communist <laughs> I just I just mean like to make it like applicable they just, to today yeah yeah just to make it applicable right like they just they call themselves communists instead you just say well I I well I don't know I guess I guess you don't make them like the alt writers no because alt right is it like is the 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 system right now like not yeah. not not really but like also yes but like also no but well the other but, you know, the other the thing republicans are in power the other so. thing too is it wouldn't make sense really for uh like a, a an authoritarian yes like yeah you're right you know you're right. inspired group it it, it uh, makes sense for a socialist group to be doing these actions because that's yes. what socialists would do, you know. It's like we yeah are, are classically known to do or yeah. whatever. They they you know they're going to use violence to take over the system, but then once mm-hmm. they use that violence, it's like all right, we're going to work within the system now because we want to you know we want to <laughs> we we want and it just comes right back around. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, it's um, uh, it's definitely an interesting film. Um, I was just <laughs> I don't know like. <laughs> film um so i thought what was interesting right because so this was made back in the 70s and Mm -hmm. recently with the me too movement i i was expecting some kind of that sentiment done with faye dunaway's character as she kind of is developing i'm like oh she's going to be attacked but that totally doesn't happen because it was and the instead 70s. she ruins an older man's you know the her boss's marriage yeah yep. <laughs> yeah like so that was that was in like that was interesting so like even like even like right because because that's that's one of the changes that i would make is like oh no i would make the young hot 
up-and-coming female person character a powerhouse and kind of a predator right yeah but they already do that and i'm like fuck what the fuck am i supposed to do and i oh man dude like literally i i guess all all you really change is that um uh uh dirt derby or oh i can't remember the, the, the anchor that ends up going crazy that's played by peter finch like all you do is you change his character to having a podcast <laughs> and you're good and that's it <laughs> you know um like i i just don't know man i liked when the communist leader when she was working with the guerrilla group trying to get her cut one of the one of the main guerrilla group people calls her a fascist <laughs> i i i thought that was really funny because it probably is applicable to any person that just ends up having more power than someone else gets called a fascist yeah yeah we'll just like just get called a fascist because they're trying to protect their bottom line (laughs) oh god this this movie's really good it's there isn't oh man you know what i loved is when peter finch who is so anti the network anti-establishment um meets the head CEO, mm-hmm. right? Yep. And and then the CEO just comes right back at him with that fire and brimstone yeah. that Peter Finch had been had been spouting so much. That's, that was a really good scene. Also, that's probably my favorite scene in the movie overall. Yeah, and it and it makes Peter Finch just totally change his mind. And I guess that's when you realize that Peter Finch is actually just crazy. It well, like, he kind of it kind of breaks him. That's the thing. Like it, that too. Yeah. People need to watch this film. This film should be pushed a bit more in a in the realm of of fake news and news networks only trying to be entertaining and not actually informative. Um, yep. You know, that's, well, it's, again, it's, yet another sentiment. It's it's definitely a classic and and you know constantly applicable in in terms of that because like that's I think that's been. You, you dude you look at you look at the historical arc as far as uh media goes mm-hmm. and it's a trend towards entertainment since like late 1800s it's been trending towards yeah. a you know oh, yeah. entertainment i would even go as far as probably to say early 1800s honestly i would i would i would maybe even say late 1700s yeah you got you know you had the the the, the start of of yellow journalism and, and i mean honestly that's the mm. thing is like it's 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 a very human thing of like you know you need to you need to tell the truth but you also need to capture their attention you know so mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and it's so much easier to capture people's attentions than to uh tell the truth yep. i kind of want to watch this film again it's two hours that's why that's probably the only reason that's stopping me <laughs> is that uh it's like two hours long it's pretty. It's pretty hefty. I'm. I'm. I'm glad I ended up finishing it though because, um, it's a fantastic that ending, movie. Right? Oh yeah. Oh my gosh. So so Peter Finch, our crazy, anti-capitalist, anti-establishment preacher, uh, spoiler alert, <laughs> ends up getting fucking assassinated yep. by the people that put him in like that put him there. Yep. That's so dark. Like I thought that that scene, the scene of them trying to figure out how to fix the problem. They're like, "Okay, well we'll take them off the air." Well, the CEO doesn't want to take him off the air. Shit. Well, what the hell are we supposed to do? And Faye Dunaway's character just says, "Well, we could kill him." And I thought that was a joke. <laughs> and then it it's didn't it never the punchline never got there. <laughs> Nobody laughed. They were just like, oh, well, we'll just use the gorillas. And we're like, wait, what? No, you're not. Why? Has anybody ever been assassinated on live public television? I don't think in the U. Like that. S? Hmm. I could be wrong. But, uh, yeah. I, yeah. I, I sure, oh. surely they, surely someone has before. Yeah, I know people have definitely like committed suicide on live television. Yeah. That's actually happened recently with that Russian war criminal who um, takes a you know a shot and just falls to the ground. Yeah, Ooh, that's dark. And reporters have been killed live on 
on air. There was a, yeah, there was one that happened course. in like what 20, 2012, something like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Of course that that does happen. Yeah. But I I was thinking like that in studio, right? Because he's in a fancy studio, and I loved the it's it's a small it's a small touch that I think really kind of um, pulls together the the narrative or the theme of or the tone I should say the tone of the film as when uh, Peter Finch's character gets shot and falls to the ground uh, before when he goes on his crazy rants he'll faint mm-hmm. and the camera zooms in on him and it zooms in on him and on that last time yep. when he gets shot yep. and then uh and then and then the company just plays ads <laughs> over it and everything continues as normal it's brutal it's a brutal yeah no this uh this movie is like by media manifesto <laughs> almost if i'm being honest i hope to go out like that one day chris assassinated live on tv <laughs> Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I oh, hope you man. go out like that one day too, Dale. Oh, thanks. <laughs> thanks, pal. Hey, Dale, do you want to like combo up? I could assassinate you live Ooh, on TV. There we go. We could have a large division started <laughs> in this podcast where I take my capitalistic views <laughs> too far and you take your socialistic views too far. And Listen, Dale, you... we need to take all of our ad proceeds and distribute them to our nearby <laughs> poor neighbors. And you're like, Chris, what the fuck are you talking about? And they didn't work. Yeah, for they this. didn't. You know, they didn't go out and get, you know, the ad sponsor, the sponsorships that I got. And I'm yeah. and I'm sitting yeah. here like, yeah, but I show up for this and I have socialist views. So, yeah, and then I say, well, Chris, maybe I just need to get a new co-host and uh, so on and so forth. And then we uh, we get into a messy divorce. I get the word coherent. You get the word somewhat. That's a big blow for me because all of our segments are named uh, somewhat and then something. (laughs) But I get all of the second part of the segments, Dale. So you have to come up with all new segment names. I have to call him up with all new segments. And we names. both know who is the segment name I, master. Yeah, it's fair. That's fair. Uh, I have to sell yet another letter in the Broken FM title. <laughs> so then we're just Boken FM <laughs> to afford making new shows <laughs> and a co-host. I'm, I'm going to come in and... Uh, and <laughs> Bojack Horseman style steal the N steal off of your uh, <laughs> off of your oh <laughs> uh, dude Bo- Bojack Horseman style the Amanda show did it first Bach dot FM Dale Bach Brock okay, what? no you've sold the R Dale oh that's right so I sold it's just Bach dot FM Bach oh uh, Chris that might be a better network <laughs> It's broken FM. You, you, oh my God, Jay will keep coming at me every time we talk. Every time we have a sit down discussion about future futures of his show, future of the network, he always says like, "Hey, hey, Dale, how come? Like, you know, you should probably change the network name because it, it's kind of hard. Most people will will you know type in broken with the e, and then they get to this random other website. And I'm like, all right, yeah. Well, do you do you have uh, do you have any? any ideas like and he's like well i mean you could keep it on your personal brand and you could just call it like broken and his broken beard or something (laughs) like that And i'm just like and this is why i start a podcasting network and you make the show not not in a bad way dale uh, it was mean it was mean (laughs) but that was a really dumb name oh man chris what what would you change this network title to i would change it to something nice and clean and like very corporate dale oh very corporate how about podcasting network incorporated dimunon.fm Dimunon? that's horrible what does dimunon even mean? i i you you're not giving me any time to prepared dale i'm just giving you something generic and corporate okay that's fair honestly i legitimately want to change it to a totally normal podcasting network <laughs> or a total a, a, a totally typical podcasting network that is honestly what i want to change it to but as ironic and funny as that is that is such a dale thing <laughs> to do 
right? Where Broken FM, yeah, it's too Dale, Mm. right? Like, I like ridiculously long titles, right, that really spell things out, Um, right? Like, you know, the the book that I want to write, you know, a, you know, I'm sick and tired of this uh, escapist fantasy (laughs) as the title, which is really funny, but like i i i did broken fm because it felt i don't know new agey enough not new agey but like millennial enough i guess mm-hmm. and uh and it was just what i was familiar with and uh that and i was just like yeah I, that just that just works okay i got i got a i got a name okay novis.fm <laughs> yeah also for those who aren't personal friends of mine and play games with me broken is a majority of my gaming handles or follow me uh, on twitter <laughs> my my oh, yeah, my fine. handle is generally novus yeah that's fair that's fair and my handle on social media is at dale and his beard the podcast twitter is at swc pod and mine is at this is novice somewhat coherent podcast at gmail.com and i guess we're wrapping up the show chris accidentally yep we kind of stumbled into this wrap up dale 